Greetings and salutation, everyone. This is your girl, MGW, and we have another episode of The Spoken Word. There is a word in and of itself that I want us to look at today, and that word is abide, A-B-I-D-E, abide. And it's coming, our main focus scripture, it's going to be John 15, verse 4, and I want us to read that scripture or look at that scripture from three different translation. But um, literature tells us that abide is mentioned over 80 times in the Bible. And abide means to live or to stay somewhere, to remain. And I want us to look at it, to live, to remain. But before we go any further, as usual, let us just breathe a quick word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we bless your name another time. We give you total glory, honor, and praise. We thank you there, Father, that it will forever be you and it is never us. So another time, opportunity that you give us just to examine your word. We pray there, Father, that your word will, will just dwell richly in our hearts and that which you want to achieve, that it will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. And that's it. Over to John 15, verse 4. So I'm going to read it firstly from the King James Version. And it says, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. That's from the King James. Let us just run over to the message and hear what the message says. Message says, Live in me. Make your home in me, just as I do in you, in the same way that a branch can't bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine. You can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me. And our last translation is going to be from the Passion. And the Passion says, So you must remain in life union with me. For I remain in life union with you. For as a branch severed from the vine will not bear fruit, so your life will be fruitless unless you live your life intimately joined to mine. And so again, coming from all those three translations, we're getting the same thing. We're getting that we need to remain. We need to stay connected we need to live. We need to make it our dwelling place. And one of the things that I looked at, because what we saw coming through this passage is that Jesus used the illustration of the of a grapevine, of a grapevine to just bring home the message to abide and the benefit of abiding. Jesus identified or he declared that he's the true vine and that we are the branches. But one thing that jumped out at me is that some of us were not original great branches. We were not original great branches because the word of God tells us that Jesus came for his own, his own, but they receive him not. And so we recognize that a provision was then made for each and every one of us. And this was through the blood of Jesus Christ. And I am not a farmer. <laughs> I don't know much about farming. I love plants, but I really don't even take great care of them. But I want to go back to saying that some of us, we were not original great branches, 
but we were grafted through the blood of Jesus Christ. And when that came to me and I looked at what grafting mean, because but grafting is a technique that joins two plants into one, combining characteristics of both plants. And I looked at it to say, even if it is that we were not an original great branch, we came into acknowledgement, we came into acceptance of Jesus Christ. And so being joined to him, as the definition says, there's a combination that happens. And so whatever is in the branch, it moves into the vine and vice versa. And so there is a co-mingling for want of a better word. And this also brought me back to just creation. Because Jesus said, let us make man in our own image and likeness. So again, we're seeing that the characteristics of Jesus, whatever we need to ensure that we can co-mingle, we can live together. It was already given from from conception, it was just, it was given from creation because we were created in the image and the likeness of God. That's Old Testament that, that, that is in, that is from in the beginning. But then Jesus came and we saw that even if sin came, sin came in and messed up the, the marvelous, wonderful plan of creation. But when that happened, provision was made, was given for Jesus to come in New Testament because we're in the book of John 15. So that, that this is after Jesus came. So provision was made for him to come. So he now became the, 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 he was identified as the true vine. He's still the true vine, but I'm saying that some of us were, we were not, it's as if we were not born to be on the branch, but Jesus came, he came, he shed his blood and we were grafted in. There's a verse that I want to jump over. And yes, we're coming back to John 15, 4. Colossians 3, verse 11. The NIV says, Here there is no Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. So again, whether you were grafted like I was grafted in, the point is that we are connected. We are connected to the true vine. And we as a branch that is already connected, we just need to remain. We need to just live there, live connected to the true vine. Because the, again, the verse says, unless we remain in that position, we can't bear any fruit. What is the purpose of the, of the branch? On the true vine. The branches what hold up the fruits. So we have the root. We have the vine. We have the branch. And from the branch comes the fruit. And if we are ever going to bear fruit. Which is the purpose of having having the, 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 the great vine in the first place. If we're ever going to bear fruit. Bunches of, of, of juicy grapes. We have to remain connected. We have to remain connected. The, the, the same verse that I just read, Colossians 3 verse 11, I want to share it with you from the Passion Translation. In this new creation, life, so in this grafting that happened, your nationality makes no difference or your ethnicity. 
education or economic status. They matter nothing for it is Christ that means everything as he lives in every one of us. I like this version because it, it makes it more relatable for us to realize that yes, I am speaking English, but just in case that is not my native tongue, it makes no difference. It makes no difference because I have been grafted. I've been grafted onto the true vine. And just by virtue of being grafted onto the true vine, then I am expected. I'm expected to bear fruit. I'm expected to hold. I am expected to hold and to carry through those fruit. All that is required of me is to stay connected. All that is required of you is to stay connected, remain there, remain there. Because another thing is, if, if by chance you're severed, if by chance a branch gets severed from the vine, it tells us that it is just good to become coal. It is just good to become a fire stick because there is just no life, which takes me back now to John 14, John 14, verse six. So in the previous chapter, which is, so we're in, we're in John 15, but in the previous chapter, John 14, verse six, Jesus said to them, I am the way, the truth and the life. I am the way, the truth and the life. No man cometh unto the father, but by me, the true vine. So for us as branch to be able to hold and to bear and to carry these fruit, we have to stay connected to the vine, which is the life. There is no life. And I'm going to say that again. There is no life without Jesus. It doesn't matter how much we gain, which I can also go back to Colossians 3.11 from the passion. It said it's not education. It's not economic status. It's not our nationality. It's nothing about us, but it's everything about Jesus. So there is no life without Jesus. There is no life without Jesus. But the wonderful thing about it, and, and this is what it, it is, it is all about. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world, all of us, every one of us, regardless of nationality, regardless of language, culture, everything. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We're coming back to life. Scriptures on top of scriptures will confirm that there is no life in Jesus. It doesn't matter how much we attain. It doesn't matter the wonderful, beautiful plans that we have for our lives. If we are not connected to Jesus, our true vine, then we cannot bear any fruit. Even if we do carry some things and we feel as if, yes, I am bearing, I'm prospering. How long will it last? That's a question that we can also ask ourselves. How long will it last? There's a scripture in Proverbs that says the blessings of the Lord, it maketh rich and it addeth no sorrow. Sometimes there is a false prosperity for want of a better word and we thrive we thrive in that but rest assured that some sorrow some sorrow will come if it if it was not coming 
from the true vine, Jesus. And so going back to what our, our focus is, let us just stay with Jesus. Let us just live, remain with Jesus. There's a, there's a, there's a popular Psalm, Psalm 91 verse 1. It says, he that dwelleth, so we live, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. And so if we abide, if we remain in Jesus, we are covered, we are protected, we are sustained because he is the true vine. He is the true vine. And that is just our short and quick encouragement to us that let us just live. Let us just abide. Let us just remain, remain in Jesus, remain in his presence. In his presence, there is fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore at his right hand. Remain in his word. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word is God. It doesn't matter the seasons. It doesn't matter if it is winter. It doesn't matter if it is summer, autumn or spring. If you remain connected to the branch, if you remain connected to the vine, sorry, then it means that you will go through. There is no separation because the greater than lives on your inside. The greater than lives within you. So it's not only, it's, it's a dual way. So abide in him and he abides in you. You cannot be separated. It, it, the seasons won't separate the connection. If you, our part, what is required of us is just to stay connected. Stay connected. There are times when you wonder if there is even a connection. But it doesn't matter. Just, just stay connected. Just hold on to your end of it. Hold on to your end of the bargain. They, they, a question was asked. I think it is in Psalm 139. Where can I go from your presence? If I take on the wings of the morning and fly, even if I make my, my bed in hell, behold, you are with me. That's a scripture that confirms that there is no separation. So even when, when summer comes and the root of the, of the, of the, of the plant, of the grape looks as if, boy, it is struggling. There's just not enough nutrients. Can I tell you that the root, the root has gone deep. And because the root has gone deep, the root sustains the true vine and the true vine sustains the branch. The branch is now able to hold and to bear the fruits. And when it is time, for the grapes to go through and to come to perfection, then it will happen because there was just a remaining. There was just a connection that was not severed. And so the nutrients flowed. The nutrients flowed from the branch into the vine and vice versa. Remain. I don't know what you may be experiencing in this season. I don't know, but I'm encouraging you Remain connected to your true vine. Just stay. Stay there. Make it your dwelling place. Live there. Make your bed. 
Make your bed. Pull your blanket. Take your pillow with you. But make your bed there. Make your bed to be the presence of Jesus. Because he is your sustainer. He is your protector. He is your shield. He's going to ensure that you bear the fruits. He's going to ensure that you carry the fruits. And there is something that I also want to add. Because we started out by saying that some of us were not. We didn't feel as if we, we, do, we don't feel as if we're an original great branch. But can I tell you that there is there is just some things are just ordained to be that way because there is a poem that I was led to pen recently and the the, the topic is we've won but there's a part in it that mentioned these two women that. We can say that they were not original great branches, but we saw their role. We saw their destiny. And this little part, this excerpt from this poem says, Moab was her home with idols on her throne, but Ruth was destined to be in line for the glory carrier. Rahab was her name and sex was her game. She told lies and hid the spies. But that was no barrier for her to be a carrier. So again, be encouraged. Be encouraged. Do not, do not spend time wondering how you were grafted, how, how you got connected to the true vine. The point is you are connected to the true vine because you are ordained to bear fruits. You are ordained to be a carrier. Just as all Rahab was ordained to be a carrier in the lineage of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Same thing for Ruth. You are ordained to be a carrier. Remain. I can't emphasize it. I can't overemphasize it enough. Live in the presence of God. Make it your dwelling place. Make it your dwelling place. God bless you. God bless you.